Come, Holy Spirit. Come, we pray that you would make our minds, our hearts, and our souls the fertile soil that you speak of in the gospel. That your word may bear deep, rich, and abundant fruit in our lives. Illuminate the scriptures for us, Lord. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So we mentioned at the beginning of Mass this weekend, for us we're celebrating at Christ the King, the dedication of this actual church in the year 2000. It's a unique celebration that each kind of church has the option to celebrate, the the dedication of, of this physical space to God, something that is consecrated and set apart for sacred worship. When we think about that, this physical building consecrated and set apart for worship. I remember being a student here um, around that same time, and I had some friends. So during finals week, if you're not familiar, we open up the place 24-7. There's food. There's opportunity to study. The church is a place to pray. So we have Catholics and non-Catholics alike, just students are flooding the place. So I had a friend of mine who... um, who I met actually at the the Baptist Student Union next door. And she was like, hey, I want to ask you something. I want to talk. There's not a quiet space. Where can we go? I was like, well, I guess really the only quiet space because there's people all over or they're studying. We can go in the church. So we come in the church. And I walk in and she starts walking behind me. And she's like walking really slow. I'm like, it's all all right. You you, you can come in. (laughs) And uh, she says, but there's just something different. There's something different about a Catholic church. Her dad is a Baptist minister, still is, great man. So, but there's something different. I was like, what, what is it? So there's a presence here. So yeah, you see, I pointed to the tabernacle. I said, you see the tabernacle? We believe that when Jesus says in Scripture, this is my body, And this is my blood. That he he was serious about that. And then that miracle continues to happen every single time that we celebrate the Mass. And that we repose the blessed sacrament in the tabernacle. That the Lord's presence may be here in a unique and profound way. She's like, hmm, it's interesting. So we had our conversation. Excuse me. Next day, another buddy of mine who was involved with the the BSU at the time, the BCM now, he's like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. Is there a quiet space where we can go? I'm like, all right, just go in the church, right? So going to church, same thing. He's like walking real slow. I'm like, oh, I've seen this before, right? So I said, hey, man, you can just come in. He goes, you know, there's just something different about a Catholic church. There's a presence that you don't feel or see in some of the other churches. So I told him the same thing about the Eucharist and the tabernacle, and he's like, oh, wow, that's cool. I'm like, it's way better than cool, man. (laughs) Way better than cool. 
But I say that, you know, we have this physical space that is consecrated. The walls of this place and this altar especially is anointed with oil to be consecrated. What does that mean? To be set apart for sacred worship. To be set apart for specifically what we're doing right now, to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, where heaven and earth meet. As Catholics, it's very easy for us. Like, part of the ritual aspect of our faith is to help us move into a deeper contemplation of what's going on. Like, oh, I'm, I'm used to this rhythm, I'm used to this movement, so I can enter in more deeply to the mystical realities, the miraculous realities that are happening here. But sometimes we allow the routine component for us just to like zone out, right? Like, oh, stop talking, Father. I want to get some gumbo before kickoff, you know? <laughs> we need to recapture the sense of the sacred. We need to recapture the sense of sacred space. We need to recapture the sense of the sacred reality of the Mass. And it's not just a cute thing that Catholics do, but that what is happening here is that Jesus, Jesus the Son, is offering himself to the Father. It's the same offering he made 2,000 years ago. He's offering himself to the Father for the salvation of the world. And that we as his body, the priest as the head, and the members, the lay faithful as the, the, the body, that together we are Christ offering ourselves to the Father, empowered by the Spirit for the salvation of the world. And that Jesus offers himself to and for us for our sanctification. This physical church, it's good, it's beautiful, it's holy. It's dedicated to God. It's consecrated. But what is more consecrated to the Lord is you and me. At our baptism, we were set apart for Jesus. At our baptism, we became a living tabernacle of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. St. Paul calls our bodies temples of the Lord. Your body is a temple of the Holy Trinity. And that is something, that, right, like my friends walking in here like, whoa, this is holy ground that we should recognize that our, our bodies now are holy ground and that our whole lives should be oriented towards what? The worship and the glorification of God. Just as this church is set apart for that, that we are set apart for the worship and the glorification of God and the service of our brothers and sisters because those two are connected, love of God and love of neighbor connected, which doesn't mean that we walk around like this all day long, right? That's not what that means. But it means that my mind, my heart, and my soul are oriented towards him. And that I seek not only not just to like, oh, not sin, like I hope I don't commit a big sin, you know? Hope I don't do drugs or kill somebody, right? That's the ones we always talk about, like, Father, I'm not doing drugs or killing anybody. <laughs> Good. <laughs> There are more sins than that, you know. 
But hopefully I'm, I'm pursuing holiness. Not on my own. Like if we try to do this, if we try to be saints by ourselves, man, pack up your bags and go home. It's impossible. Don't even put the jersey on. Just go home. But we don't do this alone. That it is literally the grace of God that he has given us, again, in baptism, is the seed to be grown and to continue to transform us. So that when we live in the world, in our families, in our offices, in the grocery store, as we tailgate and as we go to the game, that people like should see us and go, there's something different. There's something different about how that person does whatever. Eats jambalaya. Dances, looks at their spouse, does their work. There's something different because of the presence of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. And when more people begin to see this, as St. Paul says, these living stones that we're letting Jesus love us, that we're coming to confession because we're sinners, all of us, that we come to receive the sacrament of mercy, that we come believing in the power of the Eucharist, reading the word of God, that we're configured to Jesus, that it becomes less of us and more of Christ. And then the world is like, whoa, beautiful. But we all know, again, like we say, we are sinners, these living stones, and that when, when we do sin, that it affects people as well, too. We're dealing with the reality of serious sin, crimes of members of the clergy right now. Horrible. Horrible. And the effect that that has. So let us pray. Like, what can we do? What can I do? I know I can set my mind. I lay my feet. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of your mercy. I come, transform me, Lord. Heal me. We can dive into prayer and dive into scriptures and dive into the sacraments. And then we can love our brothers and sisters so that the the temple, us, that has consecrated that baptism is configured more and more and more to a place that God is the Lord. And that people see that. And then people want to come. One of my favorite things as a priest, and I'll end, I'll end here, is when people come back to the church or they come to church for the first time, and I'll say, what brought you here? Well, Jenny at work is just different. Bob on my baseball team is just different. And I started to have a conversation with them. They're not perfect, Father. Here's some of their faults, right? (laughs) But they're different. And I see the peace in their life, and I want it. And they pointed me to Christ, and they pointed me to the church. We celebrate the dedication of this physical building set apart for God, but we need to remember that we too, at our baptisms, are set apart for him. Whatever way we need to come and ask for his mercy to re-consecrate ourselves to him, let us do it as many times as we need. Let us dive into the word and dive into the sacrament as we offer ourselves in union with him so that more people will see us and say, there's something different. It is the presence of Christ. And I want it too.
And Jesus said to Zacchaeus, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. 